Hey y'all, welcome to episode 12 of Relationshiping and Handling. 12 episodes, that means I've been doing this for about three months now. I want to thank y'all. Yes, it is a long time. I want to thank y'all, those of y'all who are listening, who are watching, who have, um, you know, been there since the start, uh, this one included. Uh, I am Hunter. I am your host, and today I have a special guest. My lovely, amazing, beautiful girlfriend, Jasmine. Um, And this is a special podcast just because um, when we will be posting this, it'll be November the 9th. And what is November the 9th, honey? Our two-year anniversary. Our two-year anniversary. That's exactly right. What? We've put up with each other for two years. Um, (laughs) That look on her face is because it's true. Very carefully. Uh, very carefully, yeah, great. Um, well, today we actually, in line with our two-year anniversary, we have a couple of stories to tell, and so I'm going to keep the lesson part of this a little short. But let's just jump right into it. Um, basically, have you ever, and I'm asking you, and I'm also asking y'all, um, have you ever been going in a certain direction in life? Um, felt the calling um, to to go in a certain way or made plans and then all of a sudden feel like you're being pushed or pulled in a completely opposite direction. No, that's never happened to me. Oh, it's never happened to you? That's the wrong answer. Has it happened to you? Yeah? Lots and lots of times. Lots and lots of times. Wow. Now, Jasmine is the type of person that she likes to plan things out like five years ahead of time. And... And every single time, it happens exactly the way she wants it, basically. And then she met me. Yeah, before you. And then she met me, and uh, it has not worked out exactly the way that she has wanted it. Um, But I, myself, have tried planning things out, and they never work out. Um, And I get pushed or pulled in a different direction. Um, And that's um, a bit of a personality difference, but also just um things in life also but um also just things in life also yes also things in life also thank you for that you're welcome um no it's okay i'll just go ahead and leave it in because everybody everybody wants to to see and hear our uh the way that we our banter here yes our banter um basically what what i'll be talking about today and what we'll be talking about is exactly that Um, having a plan, having a direction and decisions in our life, but ultimately being pulled in a different direction. And um, what we'll really be diving into is like who really is making those plans, how to discern um, who it is that is making those plans, um, how to know ultimately what direction to go whenever you come to that fork in the road, um, and then also following through with your decision how to do that. Um, so today our core scripture is found in John 16, it's, uh, verses 13 and 14. So will you get me that? I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. Okay. Here you go. All right. So like I said, uh, John 16, 13 and 14. Yeah. But when he, the spirit of truth comes He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking 
from what is mine and making it known to you before we kind of dive into that mysterious uh, couple of verses. Let's pray. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. No. Dear Heavenly... Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for allowing us to be in a country, in a place where we can speak about these things freely, post about these things freely. Um, I thank you for the word that you have given me um, and for giving uh, us examples that we can share with other people, Lord. Uh, please bless this time. Uh, open our hearts and open our ears to hear from you, Lord. And uh, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' precious holy name, I pray, amen. 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 So ultimately, what voices are we hearing um, whenever it comes to the thoughts in our heads, um, when it comes to making decisions? I believe that it depends on whether you are a believer or not. Um, as an unbeliever, um, I believe that there are two voices, and you can correct me if you think differently, uh, but I believe that it, as an unbeliever, there's your own voice, and there's really Satan's voice because Satan has dominion over this world, over this sinful world. And so unbelievers are hearing from themselves and they're hearing from Satan um, the morals and ethics of, of a person who is an unbeliever is based on the society that they are living in. Um, if society says this is wrong or that is wrong, then they're going to believe that. Um, there's there's no other basis for ethics and morals or the, or the things that they believe. As a believer, I believe that there are three voices, and that is our own, uh, Satan's voice, and uh, the Holy Spirit. So if you open up to John 8, um, 43 and 47, or 43 through 47, we're going to spend uh, quite a bit of time actually today in John. I'll go ahead and take it. It's I know it's so a. Right. <laughs> so Jesus is saying, Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native tongue, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? He who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. And so ultimately that backs up the fact that... that um, those who are unbelievers um, are not going to hear what it is that God has to say. Um, they're only going to hear from, from Satan, um, the father of lies. Um, those who are of this world, um, their father is Satan. Those uh, of us who are believers, our father is the God in heaven. And, and so really what it comes down to is, you know, who is your father uh, based on what kind of decisions you're going to be making. Um, and we have to, um, we have to hear those voices, uh, for what they are. And we have to understand what those voices sound like. And so the first voice is our own voice. 
And in Matthew 15, 18 through 19, if you will read that. Oh, I have to read it. I would like for you to. What did you say? 15? Matthew 15, 18 and 19. Okay. But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these make a man unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immortality. That's immorality. Immorality, whatever. Theft. False testimony and slander. Yeah, so ultimately, a and it's and it's mentioned multiple times in the Bible that a man's heart is evil. Um, it's it's not good. We we don't know what is good unless we have God tell us what is good. Um, we we live in this world, um, and so we desire what is uh, selfish of us. And so if we're hearing things that like that list that you just, that you just read, if we're hearing things that are, um, that are thieving other people, um, that are sexually immoral, um, that are about adultery, that are, uh, false testimony, slander of other people. So gossiping and things like that, that's us. And then, um, there's Satan's voice, which back to, um, back to uh, John 8, um, Satan's voice is full of lies, uh, death, and destruction. And why don't you read what I read earlier, um, verse 44 right there. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. And he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. The father of lies, yes. Wow. So, Satan's voice is full of lying, full of death, full of destruction. Um, and then also, if you will turn over to John 10.10, 10, uh, Jesus is speaking um, about Satan here. He calls him the thief. Um but uh, this is what he says about Satan. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So if, if we're hearing um, whenever it comes to plans and direction in life, if we're hearing things of theft and destruction and death, that's definitely Satan, right? And then the last voice that we hear is the Holy Spirit. And there are a couple of places. Um, he speaks truth. He speaks. Um, he's full of the of the fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit come straight from him, and he speaks life into us. So John sixteen thirteen. This is this is a part of the uh, core scripture for this podcast uh, episode. So why don't you go ahead and read that? But when he, the Spirit of Truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what, wait, he'll speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. So the Holy Spirit is speaking nothing but truth and he is putting in our lives and, and speaking to us a little bit of prophecy and telling us what is, what is to come, telling us which way to go. Um, and then one more verse whenever it comes to uh, the Holy Spirit and him speaking to us. Um, Galatians 5, 16 and 17. Do you want me to read that or you want to read it? Well, I have the Bible. So okay, you go for it. Oh, it's so bright. Okay, 
16 and 17? Yep. So I li oh, so I say, live by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit, what is contrary to the sinful nature, they are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. Yeah, so hmm. the, as we discussed before, our sinful nature is our self, and it's, and it's pushed on by, by Satan, and so if, if we are pushing forward and doing something that is gratifying to ourselves, then most likely we're doing and we're listening to our own voices or Satan. The spirit is going to butt heads with, with that, mm. and is going to be all about truth and, and life. Um, and, and it's, it, again, full of, of the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those, those are the things that um, are going to exude whenever the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and pushing and pulling us in that direction. So who do we listen to and how do we listen to them? Well, clearly we need to listen to Christ, right? That's that's who we need to that's who we need to be listening to and where the direction that we need to be going in. Um, every plan that we make, every decision that we make, needs to be and and I desire for it to be Christ uh, leading in in that direction. Um, so prayer, uh, asking for discernment, asking Him to uh, to speak to us should be the first thing that we that we do. Right, whenever we come to this place where we're at a crossroads, where it's okay, my life was going this direction, and now all of a sudden I'm being faced with this decision of going in a different direction, being pulled or pushed in a different direction. And so, when we reach those places, the first thing that we need to be asking God for is, okay, God. I see these different avenues and I need you to give me discernment. I need you to tell me what to do and ask him, you know, please speak to me, tell me. And and if we don't understand or know the the voice of the Holy Spirit, then then it's going to be difficult for us to actually act upon yeah. what God is telling us. I mean, have you ever had in your life um, uh, times where you're facing multiple decisions and and you've prayed, but but uh, you don't really give a lot of time to listen. Oh yes, because I'm very impatient and not the best listener. Yeah. So. And what ends up happening typically whenever that happens? What do you mean? When you're when you're impatient and you don't really listen to hear from the Holy Spirit, what typically happens? You do you typically? Um, end up doing what the Holy Spirit wants you to do, even though you didn't listen, or do you? We make rash decisions. Yeah. Now, who do you think that those decisions are made by? Yourself. Yeah. Which is never. I mean, not say it's never a good thing, but sometimes what you want doesn't always go in alignment with what God wants, and that's a hard lesson to learn. Right. So, if we're listening for the the Holy Spirit. We're listening for God to give us direction. Um, there's there's probably different ways to hear from God, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I I 
I believe that there are about four, I broke it down in about four different ways that we can hear from God. And the first way that we hear from from God, we hear from Jesus, we hear from the Holy Spirit, is going to be through God's Holy Word, right? And and the reason why is, bec- and it's backed up in these verses, um, Hebrews 4.12. What does Hebrews 4.12 say? For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Right, so what that means, uh, um, you can you can speak on this as well, but it means that that God's word, the the Bible, is is because it is living. It means that every time that we go to the word and we're reading what He says to us, it can mean one thing one day, and then the same verse can mean something completely different another day. Yeah. And that that lends to if I am facing a decision in which which direction to go then then I know that even though I've read through this before I can still get something from his word <sighs> a little tired there just a little okay and in another another area that speaks on God's holy word is 2 Timothy 3 16 and 17 so this is Paul talking to Timothy he's he's telling him you know um this is what uh, the, the, the word is and why we can believe uh, the Bible and what is, what is written. And so it's, uh, it's 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. Oh, okay. All scripture is God-breathed, breathed, mm-hmm. breathed, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Right. So this Bible is made for us to be uh, equipped and, and, and be, be ready to, to, to make decisions and move forward and, and act on what God is telling us to do. Yes. And this is the place that we need to be going um, to receive answers. Another way that, that, that God speaks to us is through... Um, the Holy Spirit. Um, back to back to uh, you know one of the verses that we 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 uh, spoke on before, and that is John eight, and that and it's verse forty seven. It should be the last one that we that we talked about. He who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, that's a that's a pretty deep thing. It's. Hey, you're not listening to God, and it's probably because you don't actually belong to Him. You don't have the Holy Spirit in you. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you're going to hear from God. And so... Well, just because you hear from Him doesn't mean you're going to listen. Well, that is true. That is true. Um, And and we'll we'll get... Actually, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, (laughs) And and another another way that the Holy Spirit speaks to us, another um, place that's found is uh, John... 10 27 and I know we're, we're just jumping all around um, in this but yeah, it's are. important if if this if this holy word is full of truth and it's how we should be listening to God then then these podcasts need to be need to be backed up we need to be backing these things up scripturally so um, <laughs> John John 10 uh, 27 says 
My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Follow me. That's uh, Jesus speaking. And so what he's saying is, whenever he speaks, we as his sheep, because he is our shepherd, when he speaks, we listen. Um, we're getting there with uh, Lilo and Stitch. Um, <laughs> and Jasmine's two pit bulls. Um, we're getting there. But whenever... Whenever they hear our voices, um, they typically listen. Um, it might not be immediate, but they tend to listen. Now, if someone else that didn't know them said something to them um, and told them to do something, do you think that they would listen? Oh, no. No, of course not. Um, there have been times where Lilo will jump up on people and they'll be like, oh, no, no, get down, get down. And Lilo will just continue to jump up on them. Um, she's a little less likely to jump up on someone if we say, Lilo, do not jump up. Yeah. Um, and so that that's just an example of the fact that when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to God, he is our shepherd. And so whenever he does speak to us, we will hear what he has to say. And, and it's on us now to listen and react. Um, another, another, another way that we listen and we hear from God is he gives us visions, um, daydreams, uh, so to speak. And then, and then also dreams at night. Um, if you think back to the, to the story of Joseph in Genesis, he received dreams uh, about uh, him rising above his his brothers. Um, it got him sold into slavery, but he had that dream in it, and it came true. Um, whenever he was in Potiphar's house, he had uh, the the he had dreams about the famine that was coming, and he was able to warn about that. And those dreams is it they they are how. God communicated with Joseph to to warn. Um, the whole book of Revelation is actually a daydream that was given to John, and and Jesus said, "Okay, write all this stuff down because people are going to need to know this." And it's a way that that was um, spoken to to these people. So um, another uh, a place in Scripture where it backs this up is Joel um, two. 28. There we go. I couldn't see it. Joel 2.28. He said, and afterward, uh, this is is Joel prophesying, um, and afterward I will pour out my spirit on all my people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. And that right there is, is, is a, that's saying that, there will be prophecies. This is the way that I will pour out my spirit on them. This is the way that I will tell them which way to go is dreams and visions. And I am I am a type of person that I have received visions and dreams. And a lot of times it's like I don't really know what they mean until I come to a place where decision needs to be made. And mm. that decision is then made a lot easier because I remember the visions, I remember the dreams yeah. that I have had. Um, and, and then lastly, and this is, this is something that some people don't necessarily agree with, um, but I do, uh, based, based a lot on the fact that this one right here, Jasmine, she 
this is how she feels God speak to her primarily, and that is emotions and feelings. And yes, emotions are human, and we shouldn't allow those emotions that we human emotions have uh, rule and dictate how we do things. But there are certain emotions and feelings that God allows us to have or kind of puts in us in order to um, make decisions and that's you know it's it's like a gut feeling uh, another thing that I have heard before is when we are praying on our the armor of God um, there's the shoes of peace and if we are walking in the direction that that God is is desiring for us then we will have peace we will be at peace about mm -hmm. things but if we start to to stray and go in another direction I'm sure that you've felt this I've felt this many times before I start to stray from the path that God lays out for me and I start to feel uneasy about it mm -hmm. and it's and I believe that that is God saying hey this is uncomfortable because you're not supposed to be going this direction I didn't tell you to do this um, so how how do you in this way kind of feel um, emotions and, and feelings and, and you believe that that is God speaking to you that's a really hard question it's a hard question Do, can you give us an example of of when there's been something that you're facing as far as a decision and you have a feeling or an emotion that kind of tells you okay this is the direction I need to go in well, I think it's confidence for me because I'm not like, I'm a little bit of a doubter sometimes. Like things, I'll feel things that are, I think are the right way to go. And then I'd be like, are you sure? But if like, I regularly can feel like confidence and peace in that, then I'm like, okay, well clearly I can't talk myself out of it. Then right. I'm going in, or like excitement. Like there are certain things with like school that I feel really excited about. And I'm like, okay, if I can't talk myself out of it, and it's not making me nervous, then, and I can hold on to like that joy and excitement, then clearly that is, you know, the right path to go in. Right. And these are sometimes things that, that are kind of scary. Oh, yeah. But yet you still have joy and peace. And well, hey, the fruit of the spirit is joy and peace. Those are, those are two fruits of the spirit. And if you can have peace and joy in the midst of, of a time that's scary or stressful, well, then most likely, God is probably telling you, hey, this is this is the direction, don't you think? And I think people get scared because, like, your emotions can play so much into your life that if you can't take yourself out of your emotions, then, like, you can't get to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. So, when we hear from, from God, those are the ways, those are some of the ways, I, I believe, and the, the majority of the ways that we hear from God. Once we hear from God... What do we do with it? How do we follow through? How do we do? Um, well, we're called to act on our faith in, in, in what God tells us to do. Um, in James 2, uh, 26, I, I spoke a little bit on this um, last week in, in a different manner. But um, James says, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. So basically... We can't just have faith that something's going to happen. We must move forward. It's not saying that that the things that we do gain us salvation and gain us faith or gain us favor or things like that. But it, it is saying if we have faith, faith by itself 
is is not going to cut it. We have to move forward in what faith tells us to do. So whenever God speaks to us, we need to move forward in doing whatever it is. God's not going to just deliver you on a silver platter the specialty that you want to be in whenever it comes to nursing. It's going to require you actually applying. You actually putting forth the effort. Mm -hmm. And so... While we are moving forward and doing the things that we're doing, we need to continue to pray and listen while we're doing those things. Because God is going to give us direction. Um, one of the biggest things that I think of, one of the biggest stories that I think of is Abraham and Isaac, right? Abraham was told, go and take Isaac and sacrifice him. And it was up until the last minute where God said, okay, guess what? Now I have something else for you. I have a ram for you and I provided for you. And what that means to me is we are to follow after God's direction. And we're talking right now about following in one direction and then, and then having a split in the road. And having a fork in the road and going, okay, now I'm faced with these two different, a lot of times, conflicting um, decisions. Mm -hmm. And I feel strongly about this and I feel strongly about that. How am I supposed to make that decision? And sometimes we are heading in a direction because God is just wanting us to have faith enough to head in that direction, even if we might not want to. We're and living that. That is our life. That right is now. our life, actually. Um, so, like I said, we have a couple of stories relating back to when we, um, well, our, our anniversary of, of two years. Um, why don't you start by oh by telling us by telling us a little bit of the story of um, where you were prior to us dating, and and how you came about knowing um, that we were to date because we were actually both in the same boat. Yeah. Um, of feeling one way, but then our relationship is something that was a decision that brought us in. A different direction well I had just got out of a toxic relationship yeah and I was new to ch not new to church but I was back at church so I wasn't exactly like a like had a strong relationship with Jesus or anything like, that right. was a work in progress yeah and I was gonna be starting nursing school like three months later in January this was in September right yeah whenever well, before I mean, I, then yeah by the yeah. end of the year by the beginning of the next year I would have been starting Right. Which is not a good, like, oh, relationship. Oh, nursing school. Like, the two just don't really, um... Had, P had somebody told you that... Makes... That it wasn't good to be in a relationship or start a relationship well, heading into nursing school? No, but I knew enough about what nursing school was going to be like to make that decision for myself. Okay. Yeah. So you just decided, you know what, no, no relationship. Sweet don't want to be... Three boys. I'm just going to be single. <laughs> Skaroo boys. Just like that. That's right. What I thought right. To myself. My okay. Twenty-one-year-old self. Right. And and then what happened? What do you mean? What happened? Has you told yourself I'm gonna be single, and then what happened? What do you mean? And then what happened? And then some young stud, or well, oh, older was, stud came came walking up. <laughs> you tell that part better than I do. I tell it perfect. Okay. Well, then from my point of view, I had just got back into church after like four years of not being in church, um, I had jumped from, like, all my life, I jumped from relationship to relationship to relationship. I was finally at a place where I was like, I'm single, I'm actually feeling good, 
I, I'm in a, like, I'm going back to church. I'm, I'm experiencing family and, and fellowship and being around people for the first time in a long time. And I was like, I'm single. I'm going to stay single. Uh, I had even gotten to the point where I was okay with, um, being the cool uncle. Yeah. Being the cool uncle. Never, never getting married. Uh, being like Paul, you know, and like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all right without getting married. Um, and the second week, of course it happened this way. The second week I went to city life, I walk in and who is greeting people as they're going inside? Who was it? Me. It was, it was you. And I saw this big head of hair and this beautiful smile, big, big brown eyes and and you were just you you were actually surprisingly very outgoing uh, compared to how introverted you are. I faked being outgoing very well. Well, you you did a really good job, and we talked for a little bit, and it was instantly fireworks, right? Yeah, just like that. Just like that. Fireworks uh, went off in my head. I even went in and sat down, and I had to like have a come to Jesus moment going, okay, I cannot be thinking these thoughts about this, this woman that I just met. Um, just, just being That's honest. Thoughts, um, they were, they were pretty, pretty lustful thoughts. It was not a good place. Um, and, and I was like, I'm here for God. I'm, I'm here for God. And of course, like I start worshiping and, and it all starts to go away. And then who comes and sits down next to me? It's not my fault that you were in my spot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I still believe that. That was where I sat every week by myself and you were sitting in my spot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, uh, from then on, I continued to think about you and I was like, okay, I... I have got to just not think about her anymore. I've got to get her out of my head. And so every week for about a month and a half straight, I would walk past the door going into the church, look in, see if you were greeting. And if you were, I would just continue to walk down and go in through the coffee shop that was there in the in the church building, walk through the coffee shop, go another completely different Extra. route to get into the into the auditorium because I did not want to be there to flirt with you to see if something would happen I, I wanted to be there for God and I wanted to be there for myself and I had already made the decision I'm going to be single and um, well after about a month and a half month month or so um, I the day before I turned 30 I ran my first marathon and the morning of my my first marathon, the last day at 29 years old, I had a reoccurring dream that I've had since I was like 11 or 12 years old, and that and it was that I come into my house, I put my stuff down, I walk through the living room, and my kids just attack me and love on me, and then I walk into the kitchen, and there's my wife, standing facing the stove and cooking and and. Please, feminists, don't get upset. It's just a dream. Um, and there's my wife with a black tank top on, and I come up behind her, give her a hug. She's got beautiful curly hair, and then she turns around and gives me a kiss, and I wake up. And I've had this 
dream for 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 a long time uh you know 11 12 so that's like 18 years that i've had this dream uh over and over and over again and right before going to run a marathon i have this dream and i'm like holy crap that's jasmine and i had only like really seen her and talked to her like twice before then and that would have been that would have freaked me out yeah so i I go and I run my marathon, and afterwards I go to church. My parents are there. I tried to introduce you to them, but you had, like you said, dipped out. I would, even if I hadn't have dipped out, I would have looked at you like you were a crazy person. Yeah. Like, why is this random man trying to introduce me to his parents? And I didn't know why I wanted to, but I just wanted to. Uh, anyway. They they would have. Um, But anyway, the very next day was key team meeting, which was like a leadership meeting. And our friend Sarah invited both of us actually to go to it, um, but invited me so that she could celebrate my birthday, which was that day. And so we get done with the meeting and everything, and I talk to the people I want to talk to, and I start heading out. And right before, am I boring you? Yes. Oh, okay. Of course. Well, right before. Right before I left, I like blacked out for like a second or two. And whenever I gained my vision back, I was turned around a complete 180 and I was heading already walking in the direction of you and another girl that we used to to go to church with. Mm -hmm. And y'all were talking and I didn't know why I was doing it. It was very much a God thing, right? I I didn't know what was going on. And then I inserted myself into the conversation. Didn't want to do that either, but for whatever reason I did came out of nowhere yeah it's like what where did you just come from (laughs) and we just continued to talk and continued to talk and we ended up a couple days later going to have tea uh, because you hadn't you hadn't started drinking coffee yet I was a coffee person nursing school did that to me yeah Um, and so we went and had tea I told you my whole life story and then two days later we went on our very first uh, romantic date and that was that was uh, November the 9th of 2018. By the time this video is posted, it'll be exactly two years ago. Exactly two years ago. So, um, anyway, that was that was our that was that was my story. That was that was your story also. That was of, our story, not yeah, your our story. story. Right, right. But that's how we were we were both going in two completely different directions, and we both hit this point where we converged, mm-hmm. and we made a decision to quit going in the direction that we were going. Um, and, and I have a couple questions for both of us. And the first one is, you know, was being single, was, was that decision of being single, was that something that you heard from yourself or from Satan or from God? Definitely myself. But that, I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that, but you know, when you're not necessarily like in deep relationship with Jesus you can't really discern his voice like you might think you could so at that point in time even if he had told me to be single I wouldn't have known that was coming from him and I probably would have made whatever decision I wanted to make because that's the way I was living my life at that point in time right right and I I thought I thought it was definitely uh it's it's it definitely was coming from me I thought that it was coming from God or I I had this bold prideful proclamation that oh this is exactly what God wants and uh, do that again. <laughs> do, 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 do. You kind of look like a monkey. <laughs> oh, thank you. Do monkeys do that? Do it I again. Don't, I don't know. Okay. That's nice. 
Anyway. That should be the thumbnail. Oh. Well, all of the people listening right now have no idea if they're not watching what we just did. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But, I uh, forget about them. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I I thought that it was God telling me to do that, but it was really my own self. Because I, I was just saying, okay, I decided that I'm not going to be single. Um, and and so then... That I, you were going to be or single. That I was going to be single. Yes. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, so... The next question would be, and it's kind of two parts. Um, how did you hear God's voice to start our relationship? How did he speak to you and tell you that we needed to go ahead and, and start dating? And then when did that happen? When was that turning point for you? In, in feelings, in emotions. Right. I mean, I remember being like, what the heck are you doing? Or like saying things to people and being like, why did you even just say that? Like, why are you telling people you're going to marry somebody that you met two hours ago? <laughs> or, you know, just like random things. But it's a confidence for me and like a little bit of peace in the midst of not fear, I guess nervousness is a better right. word to right. say. Because fear doesn't come from God. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And you had told me before that like, you lived in a way to where, like, if you didn't want something, you just flipped a switch and you just didn't think about it again. And and I remember that you had told me that something else was, it was different this time. And so, like, w what happened there? Because you tried to flip that switch, right? Yeah, it was like, oh, I don't know. It just it didn't seem like it was gonna it was gonna work. Like it was like non-negotiable that I was gonna proceed forward in this whatever we were doing at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, I I definitely felt, um, especially around that Wednesday, whenever we were having tea, I felt pushed and compelled to say certain things, um, and I believe that that was God just kind of kind of at that moment going, okay, say this, say this, say this, because what I told you is something that I had told a lot of people before, but there were some things that I told you that I hadn't, that I hadn't told other people. Right. Yeah. And, and then of course also having that dream was definitely something that was kind of, um, you know, Hey, by the way, here's, here's what your future is going to look like. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was, that was, I guess the turning point and, and you know, Thankfully so, because we're oh, in... Oh, yeah? I, I mean, I love this relationship. Well, I would hope so. Oh, do you love this relationship? Yes, even though we're filming this for the second time and I'm annoyed about it. I know, I know. But but really, um, I mean, just kind of to recap on everything, we, we, we both were going down different paths, came to a, a fork in the road, and it was really God pulling us away from where we wanted to be. Um, and we had to get to that point where we were we were able to hear God's voice and and move in that direction. Something that you said earlier, whenever we did this on the first take, is that we were both in a place where we were pursuing God. And so because we were in a place of pursuing God, then it was a lot easier for us to hear from Him and to start moving in that direction. Well, and to move in faith, I guess you could say, yeah. because there's still... There's still choice. I mean, you still have a choice. I could have not gone and had coffee with you that day. And if I hadn't, nothing probably would have ever happened. Right. Or it would have taken significantly longer to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but ultimately, 
that brings me to to this recap of, of going. It's very important for us to to continue to uh, practice spiritual disciplines, to put on the armor of God, to pray, to read our Bibles, to uh, meditate, to listen to God, um, because doing those things means that we're pursuing this relationship with God, and as we're pursuing that relationship with God, then we will be able to hear from Him better. Um, and and so then, really, if we listen to anyone else other than the Holy Spirit, so what that means is, considering we said that there were three voices that we probably hear with every decision, if we're listening to ourselves or Satan, then it is leading us in the in the destination of sin and death, right? Or miserable life. Or a miserable life. To put it less, um, less dramatic. Less dramatic. But I mean, if we're listening to ourselves all the time, then we're going to be living a, a selfish life and it's it would be miserable. It would be a hot mess. Yeah, it would be a hot mess, yes. Um, and ultimately, I believe that God has a perfect will for me, for you, for everyone, right? And And as long as we are listening and we are acting upon those things that we hear, and we listen to from God, then we will be heading in that direction of of God's perfect will, um, and that's that's ultimately what the point is in all of this. Is we are going to come to a crossroads many times where we feel like we're going in the right direction, and and there will be a split in the road, a fork in the road, and there will be different decisions to make. And ultimately, if we are keeping in a relationship with God, then we're going to make the right decision. We're going to hear the right voice, and we're going to listen to the right voice and act upon the right voice. And I, I hope that not only we continue to do that, but those of y'all who are listening and watching, that y'all continue to build up your spiritual disciplines and continue to build up that relationship with God in order to make those right decisions. And ultimately... Um, like every week, um, how does this come back and tie into the core scripture of this podcast of the, the greatest commandments found in Matthew 22, 37 through 40, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And ultimately what this all boils down to is if we love God with all of our heart, mind and soul, then we are going to be pursuing that relationship. And if we're pursuing that relationship, we're going to know what what God's voice sounds like. And we're going to be, be pursuing in different ways of hearing God, whether it be reading the Bible, listening to His voice, dreaming dreams and, and experiencing visions, or having those feelings, those, those boosts of confidence um, whenever it comes to uh, what decisions to make. And those decisions will be made a whole lot easier if we build up all that relationship with God. So, um, again, until next time, guys, I thank y'all. Uh, love y'all. Um, if y'all will, you know, friend, like, share, comment, all those whatever things. Um, also, you guys heard our stories briefly here. Uh, Jasmine actually has a YouTube channel. She's going to be putting this in the link below. Um, but watch... There's actually a video on her YouTube, um, and her name is Jasmine Villanova. Uh, no, so if I'm you just could, giving people my name. Yeah, if you could ju just just uh, search her, and you can listen in in depth um, the story of of our relationship. Um, 
and it's also pretty fun to, to watch you with your vlogs or whatever they are. Um, <laughs> anyway, but until next time, guys, thank y'all. Love y'all and God bless y'all. We'll see you. Wave at the camera.